0: If you like compassion, excuses, and heartwarming messages, you have clicked on the wrong f- link. There's a new sports voice in Toronto. The smooth-talking, rough-necking Mike Roach, where sports life and truth collide. <laughs> New sports entertainment for the next generation. Something different, no bias, and no BS. This is the Mike Roach Podcast. Subscribe to the Mike Roach Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And remember to follow Mike on Instagram at MikeRoach7.
1: What is going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Mike Roach Podcast, where sports and truth collide. And I don't have time to mess around at this point. I never do anyway but there is a lot on the agenda. Uh did you hear about Milwaukee Bucks? Did you hear about coach Adrian Griffin? He got canned. He got canned. Halfway through the season, dude could not even finish the damn season before he ends up getting canned.
2: Come on now, dog. Come on, man.
1: On top of that, on top of that, they end up hiring the one, the only coach Doc Rivers. Okay, I get it, but still, we must discuss and Kyle Lowry, Kyle Larry gets traded to the Charlotte Hornets, to the Charlotte Hornets. Listen, man, if you are Kyle Lowry, I already know how that feels. I already know. That's how Kyle Lowry feels right now after being traded to the lowly Charlotte Hornets. But he may not be there for long. But first off, first off, what I want to jump into and talk about is the firing of Adrian Grifton and the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, I'm going to play you this clip. I can explain it, but Shams can explain it better than I am. Be back in a second.
2: This team started off 30-13 and right now. They're the second-best record in the Eastern Conference, one of the best records in the league, but this is a team with Damian Lillard, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton. They want to maximize their championship abilities, and they simply, from the roster top on down, had not responded to Adrian Griffin as their head coach. I'm told key officials on this Bucks organization they realized from the scheme's perspective on both ends of the floor communication with players adrian griffin had simply begun to lose his level of trust and faith from the players and essentially he lost the team especially in recent weeks it was to the point in early december i'm told the bucks approached doc rivers and had him serve as an informal consultant to griffin and now a month and a half later, sources tell me Doc Rivers is the leader to replace Adrian Griffin as head coach. Two other coaches to keep an eye on still, Kenny Atkinson, assistant with the Warriors, Nate McMillan, former Hawks head coach. But they want a veteran coach in here, someone with championship experience, someone that can work with Damian Lillard, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and this group to maximize this window that they have to win a championship. The Bucks know that they have to move fast. I'm told they will try to reach a deal with Doc Rivers or their, whoever their next new head coach is. In the very near future.
1: Okay, so first of all, forget all that stuff at the end because that was before the hire of Doc Rivers was official. It is official now. Doc Rivers will be the new head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. I have a few things to say here, and I'll start with this. I am sad for Adrian Griffin because for those who don't know the story of Adrian Griffin, this was about the 14th or 15th time he was... Uh, or had an interview for a head coaching position, and this is the first one that he got. And after getting this, <clears throat> he is now fired after 43 games, regardless of having a 30 and 13 record. Okay, okay. Let's let's dig in here, folks. Let's dig in. Now, first of all, what people need to understand when it comes to professional sports, not just basketball. Sports is a business, sports is entertainment. <clears throat> I talk about windows all the time. If you go back to my podcast and listen to my past episodes, I mention windows. Every team has a small window when they can win that championship. And if you do not win within that window, you don't know how long it's going to take you to get back there. Now, there is new ownership in Milwaukee. The NBA Board of Governors approved the ownership share purchase of the Milwaukee Bucks by investors D and Jimmy Haslam from the team co-owner Mark Lassery. The Haslams joined Wes Edens and Jamie Dinan as co-owners of the Bucks in April of 2023. And sometimes when that happens, you get eager and you want to make sure that things are going the way that they're supposed to go. And when you make a trade and you trade Drew Holiday for Damian Lillard along with Grayson Allen and first-round picks, you better believe things better go the way that they want it to go. So now Adrian Griffin comes in, he gets this job. Giannis Antetokounmpo picked him, by the way, for this position because obviously he's the man of the team. He has to sign off on everything. So it was with his blessing as well. But let me give you some notes of some things that have happened along the way. And all these notes that I've gathered here are from The Athletic, by the way. Alarm bells first sounded just before the season when veteran assistant coach Terry Stotts, Terry Stotts, who we all know, big-time coach, was a big-time coach for Portland as the head coach, who was Damian Lillard's coach for nine seasons. He abruptly resigned after a verbal altercation with Adrian Griffin, which I believe was specifically on October 19th in their last preseason matchup against the Oklahoma City Thunder. That was one thing. Where the hell are the rest of my notes? There was some issues. I don't have it, so I'm going off the top. I thought I printed it, but I didn't. But there was some issues after they lost to the Indiana Pacers in Vegas in the in-season tournament in the semifinal game where Giannis Atenacumpo said the coaching was disorganized, said they didn't have plans on the offensive and defensive side, no offensive and defensive schemes, and he was calling out the coach. He was calling out the coach, and he wasn't subtle about it. He wasn't subtle about it. We've seen it a few times. We've seen him on the sideline going at it with David Griffin in public during a game. Eventually, it's not going to work out for you if you're David Griffin. We already know how this goes. This is Giannis Atenecumpo we're talking about here. Now, you better get on the same damn page. You better get on the same page or you're out of here, as we have seen. And I can understand it because it is a business. I hate it for Adrian Griffin because, first of all, he didn't get a chance to succeed. But what I hate is even more, he didn't even get a chance to fail. They just took his ass out. But I get it. I get it. And as I mentioned to you before, in any workplace, when it comes to hirings and firings, it's not just all about merit. I'll leave it at that. It ain't just all about merit. People have to like you as well. And if they don't like you, sometimes you get fired. And if they like you, sometimes you get hired. It doesn't matter how much you produce sometimes. You could be the average worker. You can be the average worker. Think about in your workplace, how many people you know you're better than and work harder than, and they're still above you. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. So to me, when I see this firing of Adrian Griffin, it's not just because of, the offense, and the defense. And speaking of that, as of the January 23rd, the Bucks ranked 22nd in defensive rating, allowing 116.8 points per 100 possessions. This is a team at one point that was first in defensive ratings over these last few years. First, second, fourth, and now you're 22nd. This all has to do with that window. And these guys don't want their windows or their window to be screwed up in regards to winning that championship. You got Damian Lillard. You got Giannis Antetokounmpo. Things have to work. Things have to be smooth. You have to be on the same page. And Milwaukee in this league is a juggernaut. But you weren't doing so damn great against the upper echelon teams in the league. You're beating up on the bad ones. Even the decent ones. Those big boys like the Boston Celtics. The Philadelphia 76ers. Are you going to be able to compete against those teams come playoff time? The Miami Heat? Again? You never know. They took you out in the first round last year. That can't happen again. My other question to you is, folks, you make a trade to bring in Damian Lillard and you give up Drew Holiday, which is one of the best defenders in the league. Didn't you know your defense would slip just a little bit? I mean, not to 22nd. Not to 22nd, but... It will have to drop a little bit. I mean, Drew Holiday, we've seen what this guy's defense is like on the perimeter. But not only that, this guy is going into the paint and guarding bigs from time to time. And not just guarding them, guarding them well. Long arms, he's stronger than he looks. Could move his feet, good hands, good basketball IQ on both ends of the floor. You knew it had to take a hit just a little bit. But overall, Giannis Antetokounmpo has to be kept happy. This is a guy who just signed a three-year deal for $186 million. It is clear, it is clear to me that if Adrian Griffin was fired, Giannis Antetokounmpo had something to do with it. He had something to do with it, and that's fine. It's completely okay, but I hope, I hope when he's asked a question that he owns up to it. I hope he owns up to it. That's all I'm saying. And it's fine that he that he was fired. Okay, fine. But if Giannis Antetokounmpo thinks that this was just ownership and ownership alone and he did not give that blessing, I mean, come on, come on. It's a complete crap. So keeping Giannis Antetokounmpo happy is the number one priority. They don't need anyone trying to force themselves out of town. You got everything you need to win the chip. The window is here now. And so you get rid of Adrian Griffin and who do you bring in? you bring in Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers became a consultant to Adrian Griffin in early December because of how things were going with the team. And how much of a slap, how much of a slap in the face is it to Adrian Griffin that Doc Rivers is now the head coach of this team? I don't know how Adrian Griffin is going to look at that but I'm sure he's looking at it in a certain way. Maybe, I don't know that for sure. I don't know that for sure, but I'm pretty damn sure Doc Rivers knew all along what was coming. Unfortunately, this is just how the business works. And I mean, listen, we're going to see how things work with Doc Rivers, but why would Doc Rivers want this job? He has this nice cushy job after coaching for a long time, 24 seasons, and now he was doing his thing with ESPN, but, why would Doc Rivers want to come back and coach? Well, he is competitive. I, who is making this argument? I think it was Bill Simmons that I just heard on Twitter talking about this. Let me see if I can find it actually for you
3: been trying to figure out why Doc Rivers decided to coach again. He was super happy. He loved not coaching. He loved doing the media stuff. What changed? And I have not talked to him. This is a guess. Philly starts playing really well. Everyone starts talking about Embiid, the new offense. The under-the-radar piece of it is, ah, new coach, Nick Nurse. Damn James Harden goes to the Clippers, and he's playing great. Doc's sitting there. Super competitive dude. Hasn't won a final since 2008. Milwaukee fires their coach. They come to Doc. Come home. You went to Marquette, this will be great. Giannis, Dame, a functional situation. Philly, dysfunctional. James Harden, Ben Simmons. Clippers, dysfunctional. Chris Paul and Blake Griffin couldn't stand each other. End of the Celtics run, dysfunctional. Rondo, Ray Allen, weird Come, help us win. You said on the Bill Simmons podcast, Giannis and Dame should be running more pick and roll. Knock yourself out, take us home. And then he thinks to himself, revenge time. And I think he takes the job because people are competitive. Doc Rivers, still competitive. That's my theory.
1: He brings up a good point. He brings up a good point. People are competitive. And he wants to show he still got it. He wants to get that chip to show everyone that that championship he won in Boston wasn't just some damn fluke. I know what I'm doing here. So I think that's an interesting theory from Bill Simmons on Doc Rivers taking that job. The other thing is, and the last thing I'll mention about... um, the hiring of Doc Rivers. One thing that you got to understand when it comes to coaching in the NBA. This is a guy who's coached 24 seasons. He has experience with Orlando, the Celtics, the Clippers, Philadelphia 76ers, and has not had a losing year since 2007. His streak is the fourth fourth best in league history behind Hall of Famers Greg Popovich, Phil Jackson, and Pat Riley. But I want to say this. He knows how to handle egos and superstars because the one thing that you have not seen are issues with him handling the stars on his team. And he's had a lot of them. Go look, go look over the years. He's had a ton of them, never any issues. He may not have gotten over the hump, but he's never had any issues in that regard. So folks, This will be very, very interesting. So keep your eye on this over the next few weeks. Let's move on. Kyle Lowry. This will be the last thing I'm going to talk about, by the way, on this podcast. Because there's going to be a lot more podcasts coming soon with some other topics. So this is not meant to be a very long show tonight. But Kyle Lowry gets traded to the Charlotte Hornets for Terry Rozier and a first round pick. I like the trade a lot. For the Miami Heat, Terry Rozier gets busy. He gets buckets. He's been getting buckets. And he's a solid player. Been a solid player since he's been in the league. We saw him with Boston. Pretty much went into purgatory since being on the Charlotte Hornets. But now that he's on the Miami Heat and has some players alongside him, this is going to be very interesting to watch here. As for Kyle Larry, Kyle Larry goes to Charlotte. Most likely going to be bought out. And then what does he do from there? Does he end up with the Philadelphia 76ers maybe? I mean, I don't know where he's going to go, but he's going to go on a team that's clearly in contention for an NBA championship. He will have another chance to win a title this year. And I think his hometown is Philly. Solid squad. You're going to pick him up for the minimum. And he's going to be a solid contributor. Now, I don't know if that's where he's going to go, but that is what my thinking process is like. He's going to be under Coach Nick Nurse that he's already used to as well. So it could be a good fit there. Look out for what happens with Kyle Lowry and where he ends up because he could be a nice missing part for one of those teams to get to get over that championship. Huh. Folks, at Micro 7 on IG, at Micros 23 on X. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe, share, rate everything the Micros podcast. And folks, I'm still a little raspy, a little under the weather here. But when you got little kids, you're always a little under the weather with those kids when they come back from school and whatnot. But I had to pump out some more content, give you some information and my thoughts about this whole thing with Doc Rivers and Adrian Griffin. So, folks, this is the Mike Roach Podcast. I will be back again soon, and I'm out.
0: You've been listening to the Mike Roach Podcast where storytelling, sports, and keeping it real are the only ways to live by. We hope you've gotten some valuable and practical information from the show. Link up with us on Instagram at MikeRoach7, where you can view images of the content on this program. We're on Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. Have a wonderful day, and thank you for listening. Until next week.